Hello. How you guys doing? Good afternoon. Doing good. What's up? So starting this game Sunday, uh, you will become the first player at your age to start at that position every game of the season. And I'm curious how meaningful that is to you to sort of redefine the boundaries with that yeah I've, uh, you know it's uh that's good to be available to the team that's what i try to do and um yeah it's pretty cool i didn't know that thanks for sharing that with me um hopefully we keep it going yeah we built made a lot of progress and and um you know this is an important time of the year so uh as important as the first game of the year is you know so is the last game it's really a you know essentially a playoff game for us so i'm uh Happy to be out there starting, and hopefully I can go out there and play well. Steve, oh, oh, God, sorry. I was just going to say Steve DeBerg, Vinny Testaverde, and Warren Moon are the other quarterbacks that had started start at least one game older than 42. So just yep. to add on to the story, I mean, do you know those guys at all, and what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I know Warren. Um, I know Vinny obviously played with him. And uh, those guys were great quarterbacks. I heard a lot about that when I was younger because Coach Velichek, you know, I played with Doug Flutie and played with Vinny. So had some exposure to uh, older quarterbacks and enjoyed, loved my time with both those guys. And I'm still keeping in touch with both of them. And uh, they're just great guys. So had a lot of presence and uh, command. And I feel like I've learned a lot from a lot of guys that, that really from everyone I've played with, I've taken some. Earlier this week, Devin was talking a little about you know last year you guys were able to get going after the nine to five and then keep that going and comparing it to last year. One thing he said he learned and you're always trying to learn was the ability of a team to, to fill the bucket each week this time of year and then to completely empty that bucket and then yeah. do it again. How difficult it is, but how important that is. Yeah, I think the thing about the football season is it, it's you know it's 16 individual games, but in the end it's you know it's a long span of practice, play, practice, play, practice, play. And, uh, you know, I said before, it's like a marathon. And, you know, have, you have these individual sprints within the marathon, and it's really about the competitiveness that you bring on a weekly basis. So um, everyone has the competitiveness through the first four games, through the first eight games, and probably toward the end of the year, you know, you, you probably get a little second wind, you know, because, you know, you're, things kind of are a bit more clear. Is, as you go through the season, so it's um, it's good to be at this point. Everyone's worked really hard, but um, you know the the point for all of us to go out there and win and do the best we could possibly do. So I'm excited for this team to take the field on uh, on Sunday. We've got a lot to play for. It's a huge game for us, and really to get to 13 and three is is a great accomplishment. It's very hard to do. So you know we got a lot at stake, and we got to go play like it. meter change this time of year. I heard, you know, some of your teammates were talking about you giving a speech before the game last weekend. Is it because of the urgency and now we're talking about these are playoff games essentially? Well, yeah, and I, a lot of guys, you know, I just would say a lot of guys talk at different times. Um, you know, I've been around a little bit, so I kind of pick my spots because I think, if, you know, you speak too much and every then, you know, loses a little of its, um, you know, loses a little bit of the time. Uh, of the timing. So I just I try to pick the right time to express the things that are important that I feel are important, and everyone does that. We have coaches who do that. Um, as a veteran player, as a captain, I feel like you know that's uh, you know good knowledge for me to share, and that's just us going out there and understanding what's at stake. And you know, I think everybody puts a lot aside 
you know, I think we all do. We all have jobs and, you know, I don't have, you know, I'm going to, you know, I have a lot of grown up issues. You know, you deal with kids and family and, you know, life things. And, you know, a lot of younger guys don't. That's just the reality. And when you're an older player, you don't take those things for granted because you realize the things that you're putting off are very important and things that you can't get back. And the longer you do it, you know, you try to express to them that, you know, these are these are important things. And if it's important for me to sacrifice for them, they got to do the same. And that's the reality of football is it takes on part of your life because this is, you know, you play for a long period of time during the season. It's not, you know, their, their games are scheduled every Sunday. So they take precedent over basically everything else. And, um, you know, it's just, it's a lot of important things we're doing and uh, trying to do the right thing. Um, you spent, we're doing a story on Joe Cardona. I know you spent some time with him. Talk about how he balances football and his naval career and the respect you have and what lessons you've learned from Joe. Yeah, we've all learned a lot from Joe and uh, his, you know, his service to our country. And he does it quite a bit in the summer and um, just – it's a real full-time job that he's got. So um, he's a, a great player. Uh, he obviously has a great military career as a lieutenant, and uh, we're all proud of him. And uh, you know, he's just a great, great person. Glad he's you know glad to call him a teammate. What was it like being at the swearing-in where you were at the ceremony last year? It was great, very powerful, and um, you know you just understand the oath that he's taken, and proud of him and all of his accomplishments and those of all of our you know uh, service members. Tom, do you remember the first uh, opposing player to ask you for your jersey after a game? Uh, I don't remember the first one, but it's a pretty popular thing to do now these days, so <laughs> got to kind of uh, get with the program. But, yeah, there's a lot of jersey swaps these days. But it's probably, I don't know, been going on right, seven, eight years. I don't know. You guys probably know better than me. You have to get extras made at the beginning of a, a year or yeah. stash? Yeah, they do. We, we end up paying for them. Because uh, they're expensive, <laughs> but it's nice, nice gesture. Some uncertainty about your future contract status. Have you kind of approached this weekend differently, or kind of these last few weeks any differently? Just uh, thinking about the future, or just kind of focused on winning? Yeah, you know, I, I would say no different than how I've approached it uh, for the last 20 years. Try to do the best I could do and help our team win, be a great player, and uh, have a winning attitude. Try to bring it to the field. Tom, uh, early this week, uh, you posted on Instagram that uh, you're blocking Tredavious White, and he left a comment like, oh, Tom, if we try to hit you like that, oh, we'd be getting a fine. How do you react when the other players give an impression like, oh, you can't hit Tom, like the refs are protecting him? Uh, I was just trying to have a little fun, that's all. Take E-Rob's comment, which I thought was pretty great, <laughs> and uh, have a little fun with it. So Tredavious is a great player. He's, uh, yeah, he's, he does a great job. Yeah, I don't take offense to anything anyone says. Now looking at the stats, have you had a uh, rough in the passer call thrown on you uh, from a hit this year? I don't know. You guys probably know better than me. I'm not sure. When you look at the Patriots, they're 12-3 AFC, 49ers, one of the better teams in the NFC with one of the best records yep. by Jimmy. Yeah. How much have you sort of kept in touch with him and followed him since he's into What are your thoughts on what he's doing? Yeah, kind of always keep in touch with different guys and uh, – I actually saw Brian and Jacoby today on FaceTime. They're FaceTiming each other. So, yeah, we had a, I've had so many great players that I've played with that are on other teams. And I talked to Matt Castle, um, talked to Hoy, uh, Jimmy, Jacoby, uh, 
all the guys that I play with, I feel like I'm still buddies with. So it's a cool, you know, you share a room with these guys for a long time. We've got a lot in common and uh, just been great friends. Um, strange question. Um, when you leave the locker room and walk that walk down to come out to the tunnel, what kind of things over the years do you think about? Is it specifically one thing every single game, or is it just the emotion of getting ready to go out there and do what you do? What kind of things have you thought about over the years? Well, it's you know, it's a big. It's again, I think we play once a week and we play three hours a week. So you try to, um, you know, just gear up for that moment. So. You know, you're pretty focused at that time. It's, you know, the night meetings, the morning meetings. You know, you get all your stuff ready to go, and then, you know, you get, get a chance to finally go out there and play. So, you warm up, you're anxious, but then to get a chance to go out there and play is, you know, very exciting. Speaking of Navy, Tom, do you think um, the midshipmen will give you guys some good mojo using your plane uh, hope, yeah. heading down to Liberty Bowl? I hope so. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be great. Yeah. Who, when is that game? New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Yeah. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're root for them, so. Right. Thank question. you, guys. Tom, I know you, you coach, are always kind of focused on, you know, the here and now, but how much fun was it to take a moment to reflect when you were on set for the NFL 100? I know that's premiering tonight. How much of an honor was that to be chosen for that team? That was great. Yeah, it was very cool, and uh, I won't spoil any of the details, but it was just a cool experience because I've been a part of some, um, you know, things the NFL has done over the years, and they kind of make a big production out of a lot of these things. And it's pretty neat to – to be a part of there was a commercial I did last year. Um, it was here right before we left for the Super Bowl. At Super Bowl 50, I went out with all the other Super Bowl MVPs and uh, I got booed by all the Denver fans <laughs> that went on the field, I remember that. But that was cool doing it in my hometown. So there's a lot, you know, just a, a lot of cool experience. I never thought I'd be playing 20 years in the NFL and certainly never thought I'd be playing on, you know, a pick to that team. But uh, just played with a lot of great teammates and. Uh, you know, great coaches and a great organization and play for Mr. Kraft and it's been pretty sweet. So Can, thank you guys. Say, I can't believe I do this. Huh? Still, you still feel like that, like a little kid at, at times? Like, I can't believe I'm part of this team or I, I do this. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. I feel like that every day. I mean, I go out there and I play, you know, I'm throwing the ball around to these receivers and, you know, you think, ah, oh, man, I'm just, when I was a kid, I'd be in the parking lot at Candlestick, you know, throwing the football at my friends. You know, now I'm throwing to the best athletes in the world, you know, and then getting paid for it. You know, I think, hey, can you guard this guy? And we're going to run this route and try to complete it, you know, and that's what we did when we were kids. And in a lot of ways, I'm still doing it as a kid. And I feel like a kid, and um, I think it's important to still look at it like that. So thank you. Appreciate it.